Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Fumble. It's myself, Vernon Kay, and Darren Fletcher. It's an amazing week, Darren. Let's kick off. Let's just get straight into it. No introduction, no bumps or bruises. Smooth, nice and clean. Here we go. Carson Wentz is out. Is the oh. Eagles season, is it done? Finito, my friend. Oh, Finito. Don't say that. Finito. Oh, Darren. Finito. You go as far as your quarterback takes you. And I said to you about three weeks ago that I feared when they st- when the schedule got a bit more difficult, I still wasn't sure they were real. The only chance they got of being real was having Carson Wentz as quarterback. Nick Foles has tried before. He's not Carson Wentz. They've got to play a different offense with Nick Foles because he's not mobile like Wentz. So they can't move the pocket. They can't have the read option. He, he doesn't throw a ball as accurately as Carson well, Wentz. Come on, so many Nick Foles threw seven touchdowns Nick in Foles. one game once. He's such a downgrade on Carson Wentz. And if he wasn't, they would have drafted Carson Wentz in the first place. Philadelphia's only chance now is to ride the running backs. They've got four of them, so that maybe keeps them in games. And they've got to play great defense. But I always believe, and I stand by this, I'll always stand by this. In the playoffs, you tend to go as far as your quarterback can take you, unless you have an otherworldly defence like the one the Ravens had in 2000, then you can just about get away with it. But not nine times out of ten, the quarterback takes you to the Super Bowl. And I just think they're going to go through an NFC playoff system now where they're going to go head-to-head with Drew Brees, potentially Aaron Rodgers, um, Matt Ryan possibly, Cam Newton. All of these teams that have got really good quarterbacks are going to be up against them, and it's going to be a real problem for Philadelphia. I'm devastated for them because it was a great story. But I don't think they can win the Super Bowl without Carson Wentz, no. Right, Darren, I think uh, I'm totally with you. As always, I will stand by my man, come rain or shine. It's not about Nick Foles. It's about how the head coach and the offensive coordinator build an offense around Nick Foles. I think you're right in that they've got to ride the running backs. But Nick Foles can throw a football. 
He's got decent wide receivers. All right, they're not the best group of wide receivers in the league, but Carson Wentz has shown to Eagles fans and the rest of the league and NFL fans that, you know what, what I've got, I can work with. And we said that Wentz isn't Falls, but Falls is not a dodgy quarterback. He's well-traveled, he yes, but he's not a dodgy quarterback. If you have a great offensive coordinator who can build an offense around his positives and I think that's what they have to do the defense has to step up just a little bit more they're all right they're pretty good but if they can come out on top if they can keep the opposing offense off the field then the Eagles have a chance to score and I think I think they'll be semi-finals well yeah but that's not good enough they've got the best record in the NFL or they did have with Carson Wentz semi-finals with a backup quarterback is not bad Darren yeah, but that means they're going to win one playoff game then. Well, let me just sit right there. Sit That's right one there. playoff game. Sit right there. That's Wait. not good enough. I know. Sit right there because Maybe I did a poll on my Twitter page. Because as soon as it went off, as soon as Carson Wentz went down, I was so disappointed. I was genuinely upset. I really was genuinely upset because I thought, oh, my goodness me, I can't believe it. This is shocking. What's going on around the league this year? I put out, the Eagles, now that Wentz is done, are they one and done or Super Bowl bound? The majority of fans were exactly with you, Darren. One yep. and done. Yep. 78%. Yep. I, I, listen, I, I think their defence is OK. It's good, but it's not dominant. No, it's so, not. And, and that was proved last week when Jared Goff put 38 points or whatever it was up yep. against them. They, yep. they, they're not shutting teams out. So mm-hmm. there, there is an emphasis on Foles that he's got to put points on the board. And the reason why he's a backup quarterback in the NFL is because the majority of teams don't think he's good enough to start in the NFL. And there are some bad quarterbacks starting in the NFL. And Nick Foles, until this injury, wasn't one of them, which yeah. tells you a lot. Yeah. And I, I just think this is now a real problem for Philadelphia. I didn't fancy them to win the Super Bowl from the, this year anyway. I didn't even think they'd get there. I, I, I didn't like them to win the NFC. I like them even less now. And I think it'll be a real achievement if they even win that divisional round game without Carson went. We'll wait and see. Uh, it's upsetting for Eagles fans. It's upsetting for NFL fans that all these young quarterbacks have gone down. Uh, disappointed. Now, here's a big question for you, Darren. Have you ever had chicken on Christmas morning instead of turkey? No, never. No, I think it's sacrilege. Never. It's sacrilege. My best yeah. friend is considering having a chicken. A chicken on Christmas morning. I'm like, why? Well, I don't like Who's, turkey. Who is? Who, my my who, best who, friend, Luke. He said we're having right. a chicken on Christmas morning. I'm like, don't be right. stupid. No, the best thing no. to do is get a turkey, ram yeah. the chicken inside the turkey, wow. and then ram uh, uh, what they, a little quail thing inside the chicken. Or you've never had anything like it because the juice that runs from a chicken goes into a turkey. It's the most delicious turkey you'll ever have. Yeah. Cooking tips. But I just, just say to Luke, look, let's not beat about the bush. We're straight talkers on here. If he's not going to do a, a turkey on Christmas Day, don't bother doing Christmas Day. Yep, Outrageous. Right. Just pack it in. Take your presents back and just, I don't know, don't bother. You've got to have a turkey on Christmas Day. I know. Got a chicken. Hi, Sarah. Uh, Coffee's arrived, Darren. Excuse me one second, my friend. That's the second one you've had today. I know, I know. Uh, Right, the reason why I asked you the Christmas, the silly Christmas question, Darren, is because this next question is really important. All right, we've gone from one quarterback, Carson Wentz, to another quarterback who's coming back into the league. Yeah. So the quarterback of the team with the best record in the NFL has left us. A quarterback whose team have been superb up until the moment that he got injured. He is back. I am talking Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Do you have an Eiffel Tower in your trousers for the return of Aaron Rodgers? I've got the... He just talked about having a a turkey with a chicken inside it and a quail inside that. 
you've just said, have I got the Eiffel Tower in my trousers? I've got the Eiffel Tower, the Blackpool Tower, and the BT Tower all piled on top of each other <laughs> in those very trousers. Wow! <laughs> I've got big trousers. I am so excited about Aaron Rodgers. That's coming a heck back. of a gusset. <laughs> it is, it is. Look, what it does is now, it gives us a genuine NFL superstar back in the league, and it puts him in a position where he's got to be at his very best. I love to see the best in the league under pressure to perform on the biggest stage at the biggest time. So the, the, the biggest example of that is Tom Brady, halftime in Super Bowl 51, oh. and he finds a way oh. to bring them back to win it. And I'll never forget oh, being in darling. the stadium watching that. Oh. Right? That is what top-level sport, for me, is all about. Cost watching the best against the best. So we've got <sighs> now Rodgers in a situation, Vern, where he's got to win out to get Green Bay into the playoffs for the second season in a row. So he's got no room for error. He's got to come back and pick up where he left off after a broken collarbone, and he's got to do it against good teams. He's got to do it against Carolina, Minnesota, and Detroit. There's not a weak one among them. And he knows his team have got to win 10 games to be in with a chance of winning the playoffs. So I think this is absolutely perfect, whether you're a Packers fan or not, whether you're a Rodgers fan or not. You're going to see one of the best in the business, if not the best in the business, under immense pressure with no margin for error. It's a tightrope walk without a safety net. And if anybody can do it, he can. And it's going to be fantastic to watch. As a Packer fan, for one, but as a, as a, a, a fan of fan top really, level sport. He's, he's a Bears fan, really. He's a Bears fan, really. Uh, just no, quickly, Darren, uh, let me get inside the wonderful workings of Darren Fletcher's brain. Yeah. Just quickly, in 60 seconds, tell me yeah. what he has to do to get his team into the playoffs. Well, I think to a large extent, he's got to outscore the opposition. Now, I know that sounds basic. But I don't think you can rely on the Packers' defence to do an awful lot. But what it does do for them when they've got Rodgers is that you know that Green Bay are pretty good for 28 points when Rodgers is the quarterback. So it puts pressure on the opposition. And it puts pressure on the opposition's offence. And one thing that Green Bay can do is take the ball away. They're a good turnover defence when they're playing well. So the fact that Rodgers is back on the field means that they can play defence in the way that they want to. They've not got to keep the score down. They could go after the football. And that's what Dom Capers has this defence doing. So his return not only makes the offence better, it makes the defence more comfortable in its own skin. So it makes Green Bay a better team. So provided he can go toe-to-toe with the quarterbacks he's up against, the rest of that Green Bay unit can do their thing. All right, so since Rodgers got injured, they lost the game in which he got injured against the Vikings. Yeah. They lost against the Saints. They lost against the Lions. They beat the Bears. Yes. There was the shutout against the Ravens. They lost against the Steelers, then they beat the Bucks and Browns in overtime. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers has got a lot to do. They played Pittsburgh really well in, in Heinz Field. They pushed them all the way. They lost in overtime yeah. with Brett Hundley. And it's just so different. It, the, the Packers are so different with Rodgers than without him. It's a different team. If I said to you t- today, right, they're going to play the Patriots on a neutral field tomorrow, one-off, Rodgers v Brady, how confident are you you could predict the result? Oh, You're Darren, not. Darren, Jay Cutler beat Tom Brady. All right, well, pick any team, whichever team you want in the league. If I said, right, I'm going to put the Packers and Rodgers up against them, how confident are you that team wins? You'd be like, no, Rodgers can beat them. Yeah. So Rodgers can beat any of these teams. On his day. I happen to think the most difficult one he's going to play is the first one against Carolina. A, because they're coming off the win against Minnesota, which was huge for them, but also they've got a defence that's going to hit him a lot. And I think Rogers' big concern is can he get through the Carolina game 
without getting smashed to pieces by that defense that was brutal against Minnesota last week. You know, they hit Case Keenum an awful lot. That offensive line has got to keep Rodgers upright. Otherwise, that collarbone could be going again. But he'll be so motiva- motivated by the Minnesota game, Vern, because that was the team with Anthony Barr that broke the collarbone in the first place. Absolutely. So I think this one this week is the biggie. If I was Aaron Rodgers, after practice every day this week, I would be in a Wings restaurant with my offensive line. Yeah. I'd be like, right, fellas, what do you want? How do you want it? How do you want it delivered? And what car are you driving at the moment? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I could get a deal, not only on insurance, but I can get a deal at my local Chevy dealership. So if yeah. you want a car with wings, fellas, let's go out every night. I would, oh, I would look, have fellas, them. Look, fellas, I've just found five Rolexes in exactly. my pocket. Exactly. <laughs> what are they doing oh, here? Oh, my goodness. What mate. are they doing look, here? Look, fellas. Uh, uh, he'd be, he should be having dinner at his house, <laughs> wives and girlfriends. He should be having Tupperware parties, keeping them out of trouble, getting the offensive line ready, primed, psyched, up for the game against the Panthers. Because like you say, collarbones Ooh. in the NFL, yeah. when you hit that hard turf, when you hit that hard surface, it's, it's difficult, difficult to recover. Do you know the quickly. beauty of it, though, Vern? They've got a running back in Jamal Williams who's playing well and they can rotate him with Aaron Jones. And yeah. they're also an offence that can, that can have those little three-step drops. They can play the West Coast offence so they can take him out of danger by the way they game plan. You know, they've got yeah. receivers, good receivers who can go across the middle. They, they, they'll game plan to try and keep him upright, I'm sure. Well, I just hope he gets it done this week, that's all. But also, Darren, they're an offence... I think they're one of the best offences when it comes to clock management. Aaron Rodgers can just pick little passes, keep the receivers in bounds, get four yards. Next drive, running back, four yards, three, four yards. Keep him in bounds. Let's run down the clock while scoring. Keep Cam Newton off the field because Cam and his offence generally score relatively quickly. They're like the showbiz, the glitz and glamour, the firework offence. Aaron Rodgers needs to manage yardage with time. And that's how you will win. He needs to win this game against the Panthers. Vern, will they make the playoffs, Green Bay? The romantic Vernon Kerr would say yes. I want Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs because it's Aaron Rodgers and what a great comeback story. The NFL fan in me says not a chance. Not a chance. I'm going to say if they win this week against Carolina. Oh, it's game on. It's game on. Yes. Because I think he'll win the next two. I think this is the one. If he loses this one, no. If he wins this one, yes. I think well, we all, will see. All the chips get pushed to the middle of the table on Sunday at Lambeau Field. Well, I'll tell you what. Another interesting thing that I noticed, Darren, since yeah. we've started playing fantasy football together, we're in the same league, made the semi-finals, by the way. Thanks very much. Here, here I'm, the the te- I'm in the semi-finals of another league. Not, ah, not this one. Another league. No, I didn't concentrate on this league. Ah, I didn't try. No, I didn't, I didn't take this one yeah, seriously. Darren, I wanted Darren, you to do Darren, well. Darren, come on. Come on. <laughs> I wanted you to do well Next in line your first is, year. Oh, I thought I thought if you did, I thought all the lads got together and we decided that if you don't make the semi-finals, you won't play again. So <laughs> <laughs> we oh, wanted you in next it's year. It's a bit of tickling, is it? The, I get that. Group. All right, fair enough. Uh, but what I've noticed is once you get into fantasy football, and I'm obsessive compulsive, we, we, we've learned that on the podcast. You, you start to scour facts and stats about players being picked up, who's been dropped who's doing yep. well, who's getting points but not necessarily shining within the NFL. It's an interesting proposition, fantasy football. And I've noticed, since the return of Aaron Rodgers, a lot of players on the periphery of the Green Bay offence have been picked up. There's not many Green Bay Packers players on offence 
available for you to pick up on waivers. And that's a sure sign that they believe, fans believe, that Aaron Rodgers' run is going to be deep into the playoffs. I did tell you, though, at the start of this year, that when you play fantasy football, you will watch the NFL differently. It's so addictive, Darren. It's so addictive. Yeah, yeah. And if you want to play fantasy, it is addictive. DraftKings is the place to do it. Vernon and I do it. You use the promo code FUMBLE to sign up to one of the leagues. You can play for free or you can stick a few dollars in, which is great because then you're playing against other people and there's money on the line and you can win. You can win quite well, actually, if you're any good. So go on there. The only thing we ask is that when you do sign up, either way, you use the promo code FUMBLE, not the FUMBLE, just FUMBLE and enjoy yourself on uh, DraftKings playing your fantasy NFL. And what we will do next year, Vern, I'm sure, is what we will absolutely get it all boxed off at the start of the year with a league, with a set group of people that we can play every week like we do now in the league that we're talking about. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I agree. I think what we'll do next year is we'll get some fumbleites. Yeah. Uh, we'll put their names into a couple of barrels or buckets and we'll draw out who's going to play in one league with us. Exactly. And then we'll play. We'll pull out a few names who's going to play in another league with us Boom. so we can try and play with as many players as possible and we'll do a do live I, draft, etc. Do, et do you know what I did this week to win my semi-final in the other league? And I was up against my mate Lee. He's devastated, by the way. <laughs> so I checked the weather reports. And just before kickoff, I took out the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. And I inserted the Indianapolis Colts defense in the snow in Buffalo. Oh, lovely. Love that, don't you? The Bills Love are at that. home again. The Bills are at home again. And so have I've, you seen so the So I've got pictures? the Dolphins defense this week in that league against them. Darren, it, whew, do you know what? I'm glad you raised that. Have you seen the scenes at Lambeau Field? Go on. Is it really bad? Oh, my gosh. It's unbelievable. Is it? It's unbelievable. Yeah. I think they did a, the NFL did a live stream of Lambeau Field. It's obscene. It's worse <laughs> than Buffalo. It's ridiculous. That. And a friend of mine said to me this week, my, my mate Brendan, who's a personal trainer, he said, I can't believe that Buffalo Bills game. Why, why the bloody hell they carry on playing? I said, because it, it, they don't stop for weather. Yeah. So uh, I doff my cap to the NFL. But it amazes me how, how the NFL is such a, a, a major profitable business, but yet they can't afford several snowblowers to go on the field and just get rid of the snow. <laughs> to be fair, the snowblowers are out in force in Buffalo, but it's coming down that hard. There's not a snowblower invented that could shift that snow. Have you ever been the ice hockey, deep. Darren? Have you ever been the ice hockey? Yes. Right, I, I loved ice hockey because it's it's probably one of the only American sports that doesn't stop start. Well, you wouldn't cancel that for the ice, would you? No, <laughs> but this is what I'm saying. I make, let me make my point. Is whenever there is a natural break in proceedings, like at the, yeah. at the end of the half or an injury, they have the, is it the Zambi, bo- the Zamboni? Zamboni. The Zamboni yeah, comes on. Zamboni. He clears the ice. Um, yeah. The LA Kings, they have the, uh, oh, what are their names? They have basically a group of girls come on with brushes and brooms and they yeah. clear away all the ice that's been chopped up so that every time there's a break... The, the, the field, I was going to say. The ice rink is perfect. And I couldn't believe what, it. Because there's so many breaks... Zamboni in, does? It, it just it lays a layer of water on top, That's right? right. And then yeah, freezes then it. refreezes, doesn't it? Yeah. So it puts a new surface back on, gets rid of all the skate marks. Yeah, so I thought, if they could do that in ice hockey, why can't we, because there's so many breaks in the NFL, just get a load of kids with shovels to get rid of it all? You know what I mean? <laughs> Caring the community and all that. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Let's do pick six. All right, here we go. He's gone. What a pick six. So uh, I think you're going to go first, right? I am. The first one. So the Patriots lost to the Dolphins, side Kelly Britt. They played the Steelers on Sunday. It's been a roller coaster week for your boy Tom Brady. It really has. An awful week. When you lose against the Jay Cutler-led Miami Dolphins team, you've got to ask yourself some questions. And you could see how perplexed the big man, God, Belichick, was during that game. Uh, Matt Latricia didn't know what to do with himself. Awful. It was a god-awful game. However, there's one element. Yeah. There's one element that is vital to a New England Patriots offence. Answer me this question. Where was Gronkowski, Darren? Suspended. Suspended. He wasn't on the field. So no. you lose Gronkowski. It means that the defence has less to focus on because Gronkowski is a major, we know this, he's a major playmaker for the New England Patriots. I like what they did with the running game. I thought the passing game was a little bit off. Brady wasn't on form for some reason, and the defence was dreadful. It was awful. We talked so much at the beginning of the season. We said that the New England Patriots build as the season progresses because they find their weaknesses and they try and solve them. That defence against the Dolphins was exactly the same defence that started in weeks one, two and three. It was shocking. They need to do something about the Steelers because the Steelers bring everything they bring everything. The Killer Bees are on fine form this year. Their defence, I think, Shazia's loss, hope everything's all right, hope he gets well soon, Shazia's loss is a tragedy to that team because their defence has got holes in it. So let's see what happens. I think you'd be a fool, you'd be a fool to go anything more than a seven-point margin. Well, I, I, I think it was really significant last week and we said on this podcast a week or two ago, Home field advantage in the AFC is king. Yep. If you play in Foxborough, you're going to struggle. If you play at Heinz Field and you're the Steelers, you've got a real chance. The fact that they came back from, I think it was a 14-point deficit in the fourth quarter to beat the Ravens. And then the following night, the Dolphins beat the Patriots. Steelers have now got the inside track on home field advantage. Provided they win this week, they're pretty much guaranteed to get home field advantage throughout the AFC playoffs. I think it's a game now that the Patriots have got to win. I think if they've got to go on the road into Heinz Field in January to try and get to Super Bowl 52, I think they might come a cropper. I think the Patriots have got to win. I think the team that plays the AFC Championship game at home will go to the Super Bowl. I think it's that big for these two teams this week. It's going to be a great game. In fact, I'm, I'm, let's give props to our uh, brothers and sisters over at Sky Sports. The games that they've got this weekend are phenomenal. And if you do have Sky, make sure you tune in to Neil and the team. Darren, quick one. The Jaguars can click yeah. their first playoff spot since 2007 if they win this weekend. Can we believe in the Jags, Darren? 
I think you should read that again because it's a misprint. It says it should be clinch. You said click and it says click. Well, I'm like Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> He's done the script wrong, Crossy. I saw that this morning. <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. Uh, you run it. Well, right. you know, if they, if they click and win, like yeah. click and collect. They can click and collect, yeah, can't they? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think it's brilliant. You know what, as well? We said it weeks ago, and, and people are starting to say this. I, I, they did a poll on, on one of the um, one of the sites this week in the US. You know, which of the outsiders has got the best chance? And, and people are kind of starting to say, well, if the Jaguars get there and they run the ball like they do and they play defense like they are, then nobody wants to play them in the playoffs. I mean, the- they are now... Real. I mean, they're, they're genuine contenders. The only They've reason, worked. Darren, why people are questioning the Jags, and we know this, and the Jags know this, is because of their quarterback. Yeah. Blake yeah. Bortles is not a legitimate elite quarterback. And people can't believe that the Jags are doing so well, but their quarterback's garbage. How does let this me, work? Let me let you into a secret. I'm pretty confident that when they get to the playoffs... Doug Marone isn't going to give the ball to Blake Bortles at all. He's going to run four net left. He's going to run four net right. He's going to run four net through the middle. And then he's going to start all over again. It'll be very rare that you see Bortles throw the ball in the playoffs. And opposing defences will not want to play the Jags if they're just constantly running the ball. Because you know what? They've got Chris Ivory. There is not one running back, maybe Stewart at the Panthers, who runs the ball as hard as Chris Ivory. So, as a defence, you see Leonard Fournette leave the field. You think, oh, my God, thank God for that. That guy's a beast. Oh, bloody hell, fire! They've only brought in Ivory! Jesus exactly. Christ! Give exactly. me a break! Exactly. They, I tell you, they, they have gone from being a bit of a laughing stock to they're genuine this year. They, and the the defence that they've got, you know, is as good as anything in the league. So, I tell you, it's going to be an interesting ride. It is. And I hope for Shad Khan and everyone at the Jags that this ride is a long one. And may it be successful for everyone, for all the Jags London fans as well. OK, one to you. I'm taking this one from our WhatsApp group, Vern. Yep. When you asked, who are the best shit team in the NFL? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why the Tampa Bay Buccaneers aren't better than what they are. I don't get it. Because they've got a decent quarterback, they've got a decent set of receivers, they've got a good running back, and they've got three, maybe four decent players on defence. Why are they garbage? Don't know. Neither do I. And no. I don't think a lot of people do as well. Because with a team with all that talent, they should be winning more games than they have done. They should be more competitive than they are. Their defence shouldn't be as bad as it is. No, I agree. It's crazy. It really is crazy. I think, I think the best shit team in the NFL is the 49ers. And I say it because they had a good draft this year. Yeah. They've got Jimmy Garoppolo yeah. and they've got a really good head coach in Kyle Shanahan. And they're also going to be picking high in the draft again this year. I think they can take the biggest step next year, San Francisco. They're quite competitive now, even though they're losing games hand over fist. They're still competitive. They're just not quite ready yet. But I think they're the one who I look at next year when you get that little dark horse team coming through and you think, well, oh, I didn't think they'd be in the playoffs, but they are. I think you've got a chance that San Francisco can make that kind of leap next year. They're a young team. They're a hungry team. They've got a very inventive coach. They've got a franchise quarterback now, potentially in Garoppolo. And they're going to make key additions again in the off-season via the draft and via free agency. It's a good place to go and play. I think they're a franchise on the move. I think the record they've got now is reflective of who they are right now. But I don't think by the time the NFL kicks off in 2018, 
that they'll be anything like the team they are now. I think they'll be really competitive. Here's a little statement that we're gonna that we're gonna wrap up, put in a little box, and we're gonna open it at the beginning of the 2019 season. Go on then. The San Francisco 49ers in 2019 will be in the semi-finals to play for a Super Bowl spot. Okay. Okay. I, I can I can see that. I can see that. I guarantee yeah. that. I can see that. Well, I wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Uh, Cal on Twitter has asked. With a growing number of players grumbling about Thursday night games, Darren, is it time to ditch TNF? What do you think? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think in actual fact you'll see NFL games played on more nights than less. I mean, this week we've got Saturday night games, which I love at this stage of the season. Look, I I think if there's an NFL game on, people are going to watch it. And I don't think the games have been that bad. Yeah, they're not quite the same because they've not got time to game plan. They've not got time to get over the, the Sundays. I think that's more of a player's issue than it is a league issue. I don't think they're going to lose Thursday night. It's worth too much money. Uh, it's another uh, rights package that they can sell to an NBC, a Fox, a CBS, whoever it's going to be as the future rolls on. I don't think they're going to get rid of it now. I think it's here to stay. I like a Thursday night game. I can watch it on a Friday morning. I'll be doing that after tomorrow morning. We're recording this on the Thursday. I'll be watching on the Friday morning straight away when I get out of bed. The ratings are good. It's not going anywhere. Crack on. I totally agree with you. Right. Come on, Vern. I've got one for you then. We've talked about the Super Bowl picks. We did them. Who's your outside bet? If you've got to pick one that's going to be in the playoffs, it's an outsider. It's unfashionable. Who is it? Everyone's losing against everyone else. Like I'm surprised that the Steelers are hanging on because the Steelers' last four games, I think it's only been a three or four point margin in their victories. I think, I don't know, we'll have to listen back, but I think in the first ever Fumble podcast we did, we asked this question of of ourselves, and I think I went for the Panthers. I think I said the Panthers might have a chance of winning the Super Bowl, so I'll stick with that. But we talked about them earlier on. I'm all about the Jags. I hope that uh, we do get a competitive Jags team in the playoffs. They would be my outside bet. If not, Seattle Seahawks. I'll give you two, one in each conference, as you've done there. I'm going to give you the Green Bay Packers in the NFC. Yep. They're not even going to be in the playoffs as it stands, but if Rodgers gets them rolling and they do get in, they can go all the way. And the one in the AFC that's really started to catch my eye, Philip Rivers and the LA Chargers. Yes. Playing in the stadium, that was about yes. 22,000 people. Yes. They lost the first three games by a field goal, yep. and they weren't difficult field goals to hit. They were well in range, and the guy had a clunker. So they should probably be three, three wins better off than they are now. They're a good team. I think they win the West. And if they win the West and and Rivers gets on a roll, there's plenty of talent on the roster. Massive. They could surprise one or two. Massive. Their their offense is as good as any, I think, Darren. I'll be honest with you. On paper, on paper, you just need Philip Rivers to calm down and relax. He plays with so much passion. Uh, Sometimes his adrenaline gets the best of him. And you can see it in in his eyes. And you can see it in the way that he throws the football. Now, if you watch Philip Rivers throw a ball, a bit of technical stuff, but... Philip Rivers doesn't throw from his back foot. Philip Rivers, when you watch him, he has a pushing motion. He shot puts it. He does. It's the most bizarre throwing action ever. It's weird. And I think if he can relax, if he can compose himself, just get on the ginseng and just have a bit of the old uh, sniffing salts before he gets on the field. Just relax a little bit. Light some joysticks in the changing room. Just relax. Calm down. Find your inner karma. And then I think there will be a productive and very, very dangerous offence in the NFL. Do you know the key to them, the fact they're healthy? Keenan Allen's gone through a season without getting injured. And that's a big... They essentially ran out of players last year and the year before. This year, they're healthy. Minnesota were the same last year. They just ran out of numbers at the end of the year. Couldn't win games. Charges were the same. The Charges are healthy. 
And they've also got players on that defensive side, Joey Bosa, Melvin Ingram, mm. who can change a game for you. Decent secondary as well. They're a good team. Right, Darren, snowy weekend in the NFL and here in the UK as well. On our Twitter, Jermaine asked if the Bills-Colts game could ever, ever even have taken place if it had been in the UK. I don't Yes. It. No, because it wouldn't. Because if we, the NFL, if the get, NFL play here, Darren, if we, we get, can't we, keep open the world's busiest airport when it snows, we ain't playing American football on a snowy field. There is no field. way, no way that if that game was at Wembley Stadium and it snowed like that, and the teams are here, and bearing in mind you'd have to call a game off anywhere in the world if they couldn't keep the airports open. <laughs> but if the airport is open and the teams are here, if we had snow like that and it was an NFL game, the NFL would insist it got played. Because provided that they can see the yard markers, it doesn't matter what the surface is all about. The only time they take the players off the pitch is for lightning. That's lightning. the only time they go off. Yeah. So if that was in England, yes. But, but our sports, you couldn't play a football match on it because the ball won't roll. So the, the beauty of it is the ball's never on the floor. So you could play rugby on it potentially and you can also play American football on it. But any sport where the ball's got to be on the floor, you've got no chance. But if the NFL come here and play eight regular season games... They've got no choice. Get to, they've got no choice. They'll play it. Yeah. And we'll all sit back and enjoy it. And like, like I loved it. I, I thought it was great. I was watching Red Zone at the weekend. And I was excited when they went back to that game in Buffalo to see how bad it had got. It was brilliant. There's some dramatic photographs as well from that game. There's one uh, photograph where the players look like the snow is eight foot deep. <laughs> It's yeah, well, that's because Sean McCoy's about two foot three. Yeah, hey, but didn't he play well? Didn't yeah, he play well? Phenomenal yeah. performance. Awesome brilliant. stuff. Right, two minute warning. Are you ready? Boom, go on. That's the two minute warning. If there's one rule that you could put into the NFL rule book, what would it be, Darren? Oh, my word. You know, I'm picking out the back. You could give me a bit of notice for one like this. <laughs> oh, crikey. Uh... One rule that you need to put in there. Not change, not take oh, out. not change. Not change, not take out. A brand new rule that you're going to put in the NFL rulebook. You go first, then. All right, so we have the tackle box, or the, the yep. quarterback the tackle box. Get rid of that. The quarterback, you can hit him wherever, whenever you want. Now, I know it's controversial, Darren, <laughs> because of everything that's gone on. But the NFL is a passing league, but it's also a league of fairness. And me being a defensive guy, I would get rid of pass interference because it's bullshit. I don't think the referees know what's going on with pass interference. I don't think they know what a catch is. But when it comes to quarterback, let him be fair game. Wow. I've got a feeling he won't get that one passed. <laughs> just got a, just got a feeling that, that won't get, that won't get beyond the Not competition a committee. No. Not a chance. It's a slightly more light-hearted one. I'd make it a prerequisite that you get a 15-yard penalty if you've not got a touchdown celebration lined yes. up. Like when you get a, you can't just hand the ball to the ref anymore. If you do any of that nonsense, flag him. Make Very him good. kick the point after from 15 yards further back. Very These good. celebrations are brilliant. So I want to see it mandated by the league that you've got to do one. And I think you should mark it out of 10. And if you get seven or above, you get an extra point. Oh, Bang. There we yeah. go. Oh, you my. could win, you could you win the Super You could win the Super Bowl <laughs> by having a good celebration. Can you imagine Len, Good Len Goodman and a, and a row of judges on the sidelines? <laughs> Antonio Brown. That's a seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So you're thinking, listen, they're seven points behind, and I'll be saying on commentary, Vern, if they get a touchdown and a decent celebration, they win this. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> perfect. Bring perfect. on the Tiller girls. It's perfect. Imagine the controversy if you got a six for a belting celeb. You only got six, and the whole world thinks it was an eight, and you lost the game because of it. Superb. Let's put it to deadlock. Get it in. Get it in. That is a classic. That is an absolute classic. Um, One point extra if you get above seven. That could decide games. All right, we've done two minutes, but uh, just just quickly, because I, I, I mentioned it and we went on a little bit, uh, I think that if you notice this past couple of weeks, the Walter Payton Man of the Year previous recipients have worn a little badge on their jerseys, which has shown the world that they're a good bloke and they do a lot for charity. Uh, NFL jerseys don't have sponsorship deals on them yet. Their training kits have sponsorship brands and logos on them, but their actual game jerseys are just exactly that. They're just game jerseys. I think it would be nice if players could have a patch, just a little patch, maybe four or five inches in diameter, that showed the world what charity they're represented. I know we do it with the cleats sometimes, and I know that the NFL has a partnership with Breast Cancer Awareness, but I think to show that the players, in everything that's gone on this year, to show that the players really do care about their communities, really do care about their charity work, just let them have a little badge on their jerseys and show the world what they do for their specific foundations. I think that would be By the way, by the way, when the two-minute warning is over... I know what you're going to say. And I'm flowing. You just cut me off. (laughs) I know. I know. You've just gone on and you've allowed yourself. Well, it's charity, Darren. It's charity. It's charity, Darren. It's charity. It's for sick kids. It's for sick kids, Darren. Don't be a bastard. It's for sick kids. All right? Hey, the amount of great stuff I've left on the cutting room floor (laughs) this year. Well, that's what we'll do. Some of my best stuff. All right, I'll tell you what we'll do. I'll tell you what we'll do. For post Super Bowl, all right? Post Super Bowl. We'll do a best of the bits that didn't get in the best of the bits. And it'll just be yeah. you for an hour. All right. Just pick up where we left off. All right, we've got to go now because uh, Laura, our technician, she's fuming. She needs a, she needs a look. Go on, then. Uh, thank you very much, as always, for subscribing. Thank you very much yeah. for listening. We really appreciate it. We have a lot of fun doing this. And that's what it is. It's a lot of fun. We'll be back next week, possibly a bit earlier in the week. But we'll see you for now. This has been a Shooting Shark production. From me, Vernon Kerr, goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.